0: Welcome to Level Up, the podcast that's dedicated to the higher education community. That brings you countless stories of employees, students, and the faculty's journey in this remote world we live in. We will explore the many adversity that each one of us experience and share our story to inspire and inform. This is your host, Dr. Leland, a serial educator, an opportunities designer, and a compassionate leader. Tell me a little bit about yourself.
1: Well, as you mentioned, my name is Dr. Dominica Falsi. I am the global business professor for several um, higher education universities. I've been in the higher education industry for almost 20 years, uh, teaching a variety of business courses, including business management, ethics, legal, all different aspects of of the business world. Prior to being an online higher education professor, I was the military director of admissions for a university based out in Colorado, and then also a sales and marketing director for an open open MRI company based out of Chicago. So a wide range of sales, marketing, customer service experience in my my professional background.
0: That's amazing. Thank you so much for taking the time to talk with us today.
1: Thank you. I'm excited to to share some good stories.
0: Awesome. What do you like about teaching?
1: You know, I think there's just so many things. I don't think you can pinpoint one thing that, you know, that I would love about teaching. There's just the whole world and the, the concept of being able to share knowledge with students across the whole globe is amazing to me. When I first started teaching, I didn't fully understand the impacts of being a global instructor. And now as the world becomes a little bit smaller because of globalization, we start to see, as professors, the impact that we're making, not just on our cultures, but on other cultures. And just being able to see that inspiration and that motivation traveling across the the globe really uh, just warms the heart, and it, it makes the process not a a job it makes it more of a self-motivation type of situation where it is a pleasure every day to be teaching and to be instructing and motivating students and building those relationships
0: yeah it is amazing especially when they tell you you make a difference in their life or you made a change in their life and they look things differently because of of how you taught the class. So yeah, I can relate to that. What if, Amy, would you like your students to know about your um, something that's relatable to their experience?
1: I was a student too, and I've done it. And I feel like I am able to really relate to students because I've been through what you've been through. I was an online student. I was a traditional student. I was working full-time, going through and dealing with everyday struggles and I always like to share the story that I was in the process of delivering two children finishing my doctorate program online working full-time taking care of other little ones at home all at the same time so I understand the struggles I understand the experiences that you're going through the ups and the downs not just, and I don't like to focus on just the negatives, and, and saying, "Wow, there were so many awesome experiences that came through that time period as well." So, being being a student can be difficult, and I relate to my students in the sense that I've been there. I have tried different te- techniques, which I love to share with my students as well, to get through some of those struggles. But then I also help students realize, wow, I'm doing something special. I'm doing something unique and different that many other people maybe will never experience in their lifetime. And that right there just shows that we are all working towards the same goal. We're all helping each other and uh, we're all very relatable to each other. And while we may live in different states or, or different countries even, we all have so many things in common and being able to pinpoint those things really in the beginning of every course brings the students so much closer not only to the instructor but to each other as well and that truly makes a a difference in the layout of the course then and the uh, ability to communicate with each other and just to simply build that bond with the student
0: yeah, I I think we see each other sometimes just like teacher, student, but I think at the end of the day, we're all mentors, right? We try Absolutely. to to kind of mentor them and say, hey, I've been there. Let's do it this way. Maybe this doesn't work for you. How about try this way? Because we've been there. And that's, that's one thing we have one leg up. It's just because we have been there, we can say this is our experiences. How about you try it, right?
1: Absolutely. And I think it's a two-way street. I think as I'm you know, teaching students and and helping them to get through struggles they're on the other end helping me because those struggles continue in certain ways and I say sometimes if I'm having a bad day and I'm talking to a student they can maybe hear it in my voice or in my tone and they say you know do you need to talk about something (laughs) let's let's see what's figuring out and it's it's really great because it's like wow you know what I do need to talk about something And and we start to have a real conversation not just you know what do you need what can I teach you today It's let's have a real conversation let's talk about like real life of what's going on and that just brings the full picture together and it's just so it just warms my heart to to have those kinds of relationships with students
0: that's so awesome. Well, what do you think other professors like us should do in order to keep students engaged in their classroom like what kind of tips can you provide?
1: I think that there are so many technological advances with the classrooms in, in higher education uh, being virtual, there there's different articles that can be written about using different uh, breakout sessions within Zoom or being able to host unique one-on-one conversations and lectures with students. You know, for example, with Zoom or through teamworks or anything along those lines. But I feel like. In order for students to really stay engaged in the classroom, the instructor has to be there on a continuous level. I have students that ask me, well, what's your office hours? When can I call you? And my response, since day one of teaching is 24-7. It hasn't come back to to haunt me yet. (laughs) Students have not abused it just yet. But I say to students, you can contact me whenever you would like. And because sometimes our plan to communicate with students and engage with students is not necessarily even on our schedule. It's on their schedule. So being having that flexibility leading to having those personal relationships that I mentioned earlier, finding out what are their motivations. And, and I do this during chats. I do this during our phone conversations. Finding out what are their interests. Because ultimately, you have to relate the information from that textbook that maybe sometimes is dry to what they love, what the students love, and what the students, what inspires the students. So, if I have a student, for example, that is starting their own business and I'm teaching a strategies course, I'm going to try to tie in as much information about that student's. Upcoming small growing business to what I'm teaching from a textbook with terminology and, and simple definitions. So, just really being able to pull information from the student, combine it with the textbook information and lectures, and make that full circle happen. There's, like I said, there's lots of research that can be done as far as specific things during. During the week, I like to send motivational stories to keep students engaged and sometimes just disconnecting from the material and just saying, you know, how are you guys doing? Let's talk about how you guys are doing. What do you like in the classroom? What do you not like in the classroom? I have a tendency about halfway through the chat, I'm sorry, halfway through the course to ask students just for feedback just on how are things going whether it's in the class whether it's in their personal lives whether they're having some kind of struggles because most likely other students are having that struggle as well and that keeps students wanting to share more and knowing that i'm looking for that kind of information they're engaging more in the classroom and i'm setting very simple expectations in the beginning of every session but I'm slowly challenging the students as well. And I'm finding, as the years continue (laughs) in this industry, students like to be challenged. Students like to take on opportunities and new roles in addition to just being an online student or being in higher education. So I have just found that the best ways to engage with students is to use a wide range of opportunities depending on what's available to that student.
0: Awesome. Can you give me an example of like how what kind of opportunities that they can get from your class or classes?
1: Well, I like to try to have students network with each other. So within the first week of the class opening up, I say this is a wonderful opportunity for you all to network. So if a, stu- if a class has an average size of 15, 20, maybe more students, those are all brand new contacts that you now have. So many times I refer students to LinkedIn, um, different social media, professional social media accounts to where they can say, okay, well, let's build our network together. Because many, many times you're going to have the same classmate maybe in a future session and you already have that relationship built with them. I've had so many students come back to me after graduation and say, I got a new job because, and it's my dream job because of the networking that I did in your class two years ago. And they stayed in contact with that student and those are the opportunities that i'm looking for students to take advantage of you're you're not in this alone know that there's opportunities left and right and you sometimes just students have to be guided to those opportunities so i think networking is a key part of it also being able to take the information from the classroom and apply it directly to their professional field that day. That is always a goal of mine and every single chat that I have or comment that I make, I try to teach the student and give them the opportunity to take what they have in the classroom and apply it to whatever they're doing. And sometimes students are not working. Um, During the recession uh, back in 2008, students were saying, well, I don't know when I'm ever going to apply this. I don't have the opportunity to apply it because I'm not working. So I said, okay, well, let's take it home. Let's see how we can apply this on a personal level. Let's even do it with our children. And students had a good time with it, and they retained the information so much faster because they were immediately applying it. And the next time that we spoke, we reflected on it. And I would ask them, well, how did that experience work? Or how did you take this opportunity and turn it into a positive one in your home? And that seemed to really connect with students and and work really really well for them.
0: I like that. Networking and definitely transferable skills. I do that all the time, and I even say it to our meetings. It's like, students, your job is to extrapolate information and make sure that there's transferable skills on your live Zoom. So excellent. Now, what makes you feel inspired?
1: I try to get inspiration from anything throughout the day. And we have our personal inspirations, whether that being our family, our children, a cup of coffee, sitting outside listening to the birds. But I try to find inspiration in even the smallest things. Whether it's a student's great job today on that chat, or it's a comment from a supervisor saying, "Wow, you did a really good job with this." Just the little things I think being in higher education, you have to be self-motivated in many times, and I have always found that there are people that are in worse situations than mine, and that in a way, gives me motivation to try to help them in return. It, it, it sounds maybe a little bit silly, but being able to tune out the negativity and simply focus on the positives and being thankful for what we have in life, that's inspiration to me because I know that at the end of the day, I'm, I have given, been given the opportunity to make a difference and there's not a lot of people in this world that have taken on the role that I have with being just on an international level with students. That alone is is just so precious to me that I, I carry it so close to my heart and that inspires me every day to get up, to connect more, to, to network, to push my knowledge as much as I can to others and and be there for them in whatever situation that they're in.
0: That's great. Actually, tips for faculty is to look at your role as someone that's an opportunity to make you know changes in other people's lives. So that's amazing. Now, if I could remove all barriers and constraints, what project would you do and would you want to be known only by that project? This was a.
1: This is a very difficult question because there's endless amounts of possibilities. So I try to zero in on things that I have a passion for. So as I mentioned earlier, I have experience with the military sector with for higher education, and I've always had a passion for helping military students and and being able to be there for servicemen, service women to be able to earn their education, earn their bachelor's, their masters, their doctorate in a easier way that maybe provides them with laptops because sometimes that's a struggle. Being able to work with whole bases and, and working one on one then with those students at those bases. So I feel like I would be guided more in that direction. I feel like this is a question that I would have to give more thought to because it would be very, have to be very detail-oriented and have to be, uh, there would have to be some short-term and some long-term goals with that. So it would definitely be somewhere in the military higher education sector and being able to help those students on a level that they are not currently being helped.
0: Hmm. We have a couple of military personnel in our group. This would be something we could ask them. We could definitely make this happen for sure. If you could tell me your students one thing that would make your job easier, what would it be?
1: I feel like when students become students, they at times love the idea of being a student and being able to say, well, I'm going to college but they sometimes do not realize the time management that's involved. And students do come in with the right frame of mind, saying that they are going to have time management, but they don't know what that necessarily looks like. And I think that to make my job just a little bit easier, I mean, students do a pretty good job of it already, but be on time, whether it's to chat, or it's to turning in your assignment. Simply have those time management conversations with your instructor in the beginning of the course, saying, you know, this is something that I'm struggling with, with time management. Or I, our due dates are going to be on Wednesday, and on Monday through Wednesday, I work 45 hours, three days. It's gonna be really difficult for me. So having those conversations and being able to work through those types of struggles I think, would help instructors in general with having less late assignments, more successful students, because that's ultimately all that we are looking for. Um, That would be, I would say, the the number one attack point that I would have for just making instructor jobs just a little bit easier.
0: (laughs) I can relate to that for sure. Lots of resubmissions. How did COVID change your teaching methodology?
1: I think that COVID has changed the world altogether. Even if we look beyond my classroom, it changed the higher education world completely. We were working with students now who had started at a ground campus and were transitioning to virtual students that were being forced into those types of situations. So when COVID happened, and kind of went rampage, March of twenty twenty, I found myself taking time to reflect more on student situations. And I started to be more flexible in our communications, where I had I did open up my conversations to even eleven o'clock at night with students because students were struggling. They were saying, you know, we don't know what's happening, or I've, I've had three or four family members pass away in the last two weeks. I don't know how to deal with all of this. So I found my role changing in the sense that I was not psychologist, but getting pretty close to it, <laughs> and helping students have that balance and saying, it's okay, we're going to get through this together. So having more of that flexibility with students, being more calm in our conversations. I like to be very motivational, and I like to not necessarily be hyper, but but be an, more positive and say, okay, I understand that this is happening. What can we do about it? How can we make the situation better? And simply letting students know that we were in it together and they were not alone made the difference, and I know that through the feedback that I received at the end of every single course. It wasn't just another course. It was a time to reflect and to still get what we needed to get accomplished in a way that was calm, collective, flexible, and really just positive when everything else around us was shutting down. That truly made a difference to myself and to the students.
0: Wow, that's amazing. What is the most challenging for you in the classroom? Today, before, like online-wise?
1: I think there's different challenges that are presented every day. It's how you deal with those challenges. Those challenges can be from technology, randomly shutting down. Or a few minutes before a chat, a student calls you crying, and, and you don't want to finish that conversation with the student because Uh, because they're so upset, but you also have a chat. Uh, So we as instructors have sometimes time issues as as well, but the challenges in the the classroom, a lot of the challenges from even 10 years ago, I don't see anymore. I, I have different opportunities to communicate with students. I have different platforms to communicate with them. Being able to find different opportunities to share content with students can sometimes be difficult whether it's sharing a video through zoom that all of a sudden doesn't work and you were counting on that video for for the rest of your chat (laughs) these are just simple little it issues um that sometimes put a kink in everything that you are planning for that day and you just have to roll with it and you have to say okay well what's plan b and having that backup plan um i i have not found nearly as many challenges in the last two or three years, even with COVID, that I found challenges in the classroom 10 years ago, 15 years ago. We have been given opportunities with these different platforms, even with using tools like Zoom to help us communicate with students. I have found that so many of those challenges have been eliminated because of the advances in technology that we've had and the investments that universities are making for our students in eliminating these challenges. It has been truly remarkable to see the transition from having a very simple discussion board assignment to turn in to saying, okay, well, how can we incorporate different levels of PowerPoint, different videos, um, different podcasts, things like that. It's it's been truly amazing to see the difference and the, the, I, I would say, the elimination of these challenges year after year.
0: That's true. That's true. I I do see the the advancements for sure. Um, I know you've already talked about how you really inspire. You know, get inspired. But this time, how do you inspire your students?
1: I like to make every student feel special in their own unique way. Whether it may be a new mother, or it may be somebody that um, achieved their first A ever in college. Or having a one on one conversation about how are you doing? Um, how are other than school, how are you doing? And pulling inspiration from their life and from what's happening to them today. Many times it's students that are reflecting on their military experience. And I say, okay, well, let's. Talk about the inspirations that you've had throughout your life and bring that into what you're currently doing. So I try to inspire my students by sharing personal stories, by reflecting on the conversations that we've had and, and sharing them back to the student. Sometimes a student will share a really interesting story with me about something that motivated them. And I ask them for permission, and I share that story with the class the next time that we're meeting. And it inspires that student, because it says, wow, this is something that was really special to me. And then that inspiration travels through the whole entire classroom. I feel like sometimes we as instructors and professors try to take that weight on our shoulders ourselves. And we don't need to, because we get inspiration from everybody and from everybody in the classroom and try to transfer that out. And it it truly makes a difference to the students. And at the end of the day, we all have the same goal. We all want the student to to be successful and to be able to graduate and take the information that they learned and continue in life and be a good person. And finding that um, uniqueness and sharing, wow, Billy, you're... Two weeks away from graduation, how excited are you? That excitement, that inspiration, all of a sudden starts to travel through the whole classroom. And whether you're at a ground campus or an online, it truly transfers. And talking about graduation, looking at the big picture, talking about, you know, what motivates student A from student B, and ultimately... Being able to be successful with the hard work and the dedication that you put into your education.
0: That's so amazing. You talk about inspiring students, right? How about how do you um, inspire and form your colleagues?
1: As far as um, inspiring my colleagues, I'm very honest and I'm very open in struggles that maybe I'm having or frustrations that I'm having. And being able to get on the same playing field as my colleagues in a way inspires us to start brainstorming more and say, well, if you're having this issue and I'm having this issue, let's fix it. How are we going to fix this? And then all of a sudden we start to brainstorm these ideas sometimes that are crazy, but they may work. <laughs> and we start to have fun together because ultimately if you're not having fun, then what's the purpose of it all? So Sometimes it's a really funny story that a student will share with me that I'll send on to my colleagues. Or um, maybe there's some kind of new platform or some kind of new exciting technology that's coming out that I'll share with my with my colleagues. I feel that that right there is just like, wow, this is going to make my life so much easier. This will be perfect. And we start to share and just um, and build that relationship and that bond to where we can say, Wow, I'm having a horrible day. I think I'm going to call this colleague because I know that they're really motivational, they're really inspirational, and we can, and they can lift me up. And then they can do the same vice versa, back, and we go back and forth. And I have several, many, many colleagues that I have um, haven't talked to even for the last maybe two or three years, and I know I can pick up the phone, I can call them and say, Hey, I really found this awesome article, and it just made me think of you. And let's talk about it. Do you think it would work? Do you think this is something we can incorporate? And we pick up to where we just left off from years ago. And I think having that kind of relationship in this very unique industry that's ever-changing makes the world of a difference.
0: Yeah, so building a relationship is a big thing. Well, thank you so much for your time today. I mean, I've learned more about you in this conversation more than ever, for sure, and I love it. Um when you talk about crazy ideas, I'm like, yeah, I got tons of crazy ideas. This podcast was a crazy idea. Um, but my, my goal is to inspire and inform anyone who's listening um, to our stories, to our own you know, ideals and our goals. So thank you so much for your time today. I appreciate you.
1: Thank you so much, and I appreciate having the time just to share the information and um, just letting everybody know that you're not alone that any ups and downs that you're having share them because there's people that want to listen to you so I appreciate I think it's a wonderful idea to continue the conversations and because they're ever-changing and right now with the advances in technology and higher education everything is changing and it's time now to come together and to share our knowledge.
0: Thank you for listening to my podcast today. If you want to be a guest on my podcast or have questions, email me at Level Up by Doc leland at gmail.com. Doc Leland spells D-O-C-L-E-Y-L-A-N-D at gmail.com. I will see you soon in my next episode. Stay connected, informed, and inspired. Until next time.